Psalm chapter 66. Let's read this responsibly. We'll read verse number uh, 1 to 20. Responsive reading, I'll read verse number 1. Alright, you respond verse number 2. Let's all stand, if you may. Psalm 66, verses 1 to 20. Verse number 1, the Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing more to all of his Say unto God, How terrible art thou in thy works! Through the greatness of thy power um, shall thine enemies um, submit themselves unto thee. Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. He ruleth by his power forever, his eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Selah. Which holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to be moved. For thou, O God, Thou broughtest us into the net. Thou laidst affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. He went through fire and through water. But thou broughtest us out of the I will go into thy house with burnt offerings. I will pay thee my vows. Which my lips have uttered, and my mouth has spoken. I will offer unto thee, unto thee burnt sacrifice, um, sacrifices of fatlings uh, with the increase of rams. I will offer bullocks with goats, Selah. Come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will hear everything that done from my soul. I cried unto him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquities in my heart, Lord, not hear me. But verily God hath heard me, he has attended to the voice of my prayer. Together, verse 20. Blessed be God, which has not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this morning. Thank you, Lord, for um, your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father, that um, you, are, um, um, you are showing kindness unto your people. And Lord, uh, this morning uh, we praise you. We praise your holy name. And Lord, uh, I pray that um, what the psalmist um, has said in here in this uh, passage of scripture uh, will also be also Lord be felt in the hearts of your people O God that Lord we need to um, give praise unto your name because you are worthy of all the praises and now Father uh, bless all of us this morning and I pray that you will protect Lord our um, meeting place you will uh, keep us safe from harm and I pray that um, people that are thinking of evil Lord uh, will be stopped, and that, Lord, um, you will not allow um, the righteous people to be moved. And thank you, Lord, for this um, great um, time of uh, fellowship and worship together. And I pray, O oh God, that your uh, favor will always be upon your people. Once again, Lord, we commit to you our um, worship um, this morning and throughout this day. And I pray that um, the people, Lord, uh, will gain that uh, joy and gladness in their hearts as we serve you and, and serve you faithfully. Bless all of us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. What a blessing it is that, um, again, um, we have 
uh, this uh, great uh, time of worship. The Lord is, um, you know, um, waiting for His people to come to worship Him and to come and give praise unto His name. But here in this psalm, uh, this is again um, a beautiful psalm to, to see. And this is um, showing us that God, it is God alone, the only true object of praise, of worship. There must be no other object of worship. It must be God and God alone. And again, whatever things that hinder us from coming to God must be, you know, uh, pushed aside, must be put to the side because there should be nothing nothing should be standing in the way uh, in us to come to God because anything that stands in the way that is already you know um, an idol in itself so here um, this is a great um, and marvelous demonstration of praise and worship this chapter really um, is um, a chapter that um, shows us how this praise and worship really directed to the Lord to the God of the universe. He is the one who made this universe and he must be extolled. He must be praised. Again, the psalmist here, um, he uses all this powerful praise that, that, that really uh, describe um, the, the greatness of God, the, um, the demonstration of his power. The psalmist is making this um, known to the people and showed his adoration to the Lord. He expresses very well of how this um, adoration should be addressed unto the Lord. And again, this this service is um, um, a very, very um, beautiful psalm that shows us the true worship. And here, this psalmist has invoked he invoked uh, for, from all men, and he declares that all mankind, all mankind, whatever color you know they have, whatever um, whatever um, continent they, they reside, and all men should declare and worship the Lord because of His greatness, because of God's um, glory. So here we we will see from verse number one. Verse number one, it says that make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. So verse number one to verse number three, you will find verse number two, sing forth um, the honor of his name, make his praise glorious, say unto God, how terrible art thou in thy, um, in thy words, um, through the greatness of thy power shall shine um, shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. Now here, verse number one, it tells us, again, right there, you know, the, the psalmist was showing to the people um, and admonished all people of all places, wherever they are, that they should make a joyful noise unto the Lord. He started the psalm in verse number one, and he moved forward so that people in all um, places must make a joyful noise unto the Lord our God. And again, um, singing is a, is a prominent part in the life of all believers. 
you see, um, before we got saved, we are not really keen about singing praises to the Lord. But the moment that we got saved, the songs that we want to sing are those songs that give glory and praise unto the Lord. So therefore, all of us, um, Christians and believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, um, it becomes a prominent part in us. The singing of praise, it has become part of our system that we need to sing praises unto the Lord. I do not know how many times in a week that you uh, utter from your mouth those praises, especially in the songs, because the songs are actually um, uh, praises. The songs in itself, because they are, they are you know, arranged uh, very, very delicately um, to give praises unto God. And that's why we have the psalm. The psalm is the book of songs. And they are songs that can glorify God, um, songs that that uh, extol or or elevate elevate God. So that is why we need to sing those songs, and we need also to internalize uh, what the song says. So now here you will see this psalmist. Um, he he knows that songs are prominent part in the life of the believers. And it plays an important role, especially when we come to worship the Lord. We cannot just come and then we have all this Bible reading and all prayer without songs. It is always, you know, songs. And again, we can tell that songs are very important to condition the hearts of the people. Before we come to the Word of God, before we even sing, um, there is uh, already the um, the saturation of our hearts through the songs to condition us that we are going to come before the presence of the Holy God. So our hearts must be in the mode of uh, praising. So here, the, the, the psalm or the song uh, is very important. It's very, um, um, it plays an important role in our worship. And again, whether in this age or um, in the years to come or in the ages to come, uh, in the future, the people of God are always to make joyful noise. It must come out from your mouth because that is the purpose why God uh, basically gives you mouth. So that that mouth must give praise to God. So again, if you don't use it and God um, you know, is rightfully, rightfully uh, owns that and he created that for his glory. And if you don't give him the glory, you deprive him of what he has and what he owns. So we are not a people that, you know, uh, um, will not give God the praise and the glory because all of us created by God so that the Lord our God will have the glory. So give to God the glory that is due unto his name. What is that? From your mouth, sing praises. Your feet, take it to the church. Take it to the place where the word of God is um, um, magnified. The word of God is preached. Your hands, uh, touch not the unclean thing, but touch the holy things. So, um, you know, use your hands for holy things. Your, your ears, do not let your ears to... To listen to those um, things that do not glorify God. The songs and music 
that do not glorify God. If that music um, glorify a person, stop that music. It's not supposed to be our ears, not supposed to listen to that. You see, because all of this, you know, um, the Bible says, What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God? Therefore, glorify God in your body. So our body, all of this faculty that we have, all the faculty that you have from our uh, seeing, from uh, smelling, from hearing, from speaking, all of this faculty must be giving glory unto the Lord. And again, we have to um, make sure that it is, it is done because the Lord expects it. Remember, we are His servants. And I explained to you the word servants in the Bible is actually slaves. And slaves do not own themselves. Slaves are owned by the masters. So therefore, God is our master. We are his slave. And God is the owner of our life. God is the owner of our time. God is the owner of our, you know, our physical body. God is the owner of everything that we think our own. The Lord owns, of the, owns them all. And therefore, whatever thing, whatever thing that we think belongs to us, it all belongs to God. Give God the glory of all those things. So that is what, um, you know, uh, the, the psalmist is uh, trying to say here that uh, God, the only true object and um, the, the only true object of prayer, of worship. So here you see in verse number 2 also that we have to make a joyful noise. Verse number 1, make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lads. Sing forth the honor uh, of his name. Make, make his praise glorious. Make his praise glorious. Anytime, anytime that you sing song and that song is addressed to a person, addressed to a man or addressed to a woman, you breach that, you know, um, the glory of God. Because supposed to be that song will come out the glory of God. But that song comes out from your mouth most of the time is the glory of man. Glory of a person. And the Lord, a, I tell you, he's a jealous God. He's a very jealous God. Just like a husband being jealous to the wife. If the husband noticed that the wife will flirt with other men, oops, this is something. It's not right. And also, if the, if the wife notices that the husband is flirting with another woman, that, that, that is jealousy. And our God is like that. When you begin to sing songs that is not addressed unto God, the Lord will be, you know, the Spirit of God will be offended. I do not know how many times we offended God and His Spirit by doing things and listening to things that's not supposed to be, our ears not supposed to be used for that. Our ears supposed to be used for God. In that the way we hear things, in that the way we listen to things, use your ears, you know, wisely. Use your ears wisely. Use your eyes wisely. Do not allow that 
you will behold all those um, you know, things that you know it defies your spirit. So do not allow it. So take steps to eradicate all those things that will just mar your spirit, that will just, you know, in, injure your, um, your um, you know, spirit within you. Because as I, te- as I told you, the Lord is the owner. And He is the owner, He is the master. We own nothing. And the Lord must be praised and must be glorified in everything. So therefore, take steps to eradicate those things that will um, not glorify God. And also, remember that He is our master. He owns us. Again, I told you last time, if the master will be hungry, the slave will prepare that food. If the master will not leave food for the slave, the slave has no right. That is, that is how the way it is. But again, our God is a merciful God. He is not a mean God. He is not a mean master. He is a very kind master. And that is why we all to give God uh, the true worship because God is the only true object of worship. You see, um, again in verse number 3, notice this, verse number 3, Say unto God, how terrible art thou, um, art thou in, thy, in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. You see, the psalmist is saying here, that um, 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 this is the song of the of the redeemed, and and again um, there is this acknowledgement of the mighty work of God, the the terrible work. I mean, the marvelous, the uh, very uh, wonderful works of God. It cannot be expressed with words how how great our God is. Yeah. And that is why um, the Lord in the display of His power. He brought his enemies into subjection to him. No matter what the world and the enemies of God will do. They can only do, you know, up to that level. They they will wreak havoc to the people of God. And and just what what happened in our our times today, in the recent days, the war there and the massacre and all that. um, That is, you know, what the the devil can do. But again... um, the power of the devil is so limited. Yeah. Those people that died, you know, um, um, if many of them maybe are saved, or if uh, if people are saved, there's nothing the devil can do to the soul. Yeah. He is only limited to the physical um, um, uh, life of the people. But again, our God, He said, um, you know, you have to fear God. He said because the the Lord our God is able to destroy your body and your soul in hell but the devil has nothing to do with that he has no power after the person is dead the devil has no power but our God has power you know uh, to send people to hell so here in verse number four you will find verse number four of Psalm 66 it says all the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee and they shall sing to thy name, Selah. Again, the nature of God demands that the whole earth shall bow, the whole earth shall bow 
and worship and give reverence unto God. Not just not just the believers, but even the unbelievers. All these unbelievers will submit themselves to God. That's what the Bible says. That, you know, every knee should bow uh, in heaven and in earth. And that is the great double cross. That's what's going to happen to those people who worship Satan. Those people who give their lives to Satan and they just give everything. They sold their soul to Satan. And I will tell you what will happen. When Satan bow his knee, those people that worship Satan will feel that, oh, this is a double cross. It's not going to be good for them. When they sold their soul to that enemy and that enemy will submit himself to God. And that is why he's a deceiver. He has deceived billions and billions of people. And that's what he does to deceive. Yeah. The Bible says in uh, Revelation chapter 20 verse number 10. And the devil that deceived them. They're deceived because they thought that, you know, that enemy of God has uh, equal power with God. But they will find it out later that. He has no power against God. And that is what happened there. They, uh, they are deceived um, to go against God and to fight against God. And then later on they will find it out that they are wrong. And when they, when they find it out, it's too late. It becomes too late. And you see here, um, again, um, the Lord alone is worthy of worldwide acclamation the world that the world should give praise unto god and again the lord our god is to be adored and and people should give praise unto his name because the name of god is powerful and his name is not just powerful but his name is precious and all prevailing name all names in this in this world will will pass away but the name of god will never pass away Amen. that is why it is just but proper for us to glorify his name all right and again it tells us here about all the works all the works of god will just praise his name and all the creation of god will give praise unto the lord in, in verses 5 to 12, you will find here the works of God. It says, a terrible work. What does it mean being terrible? It's a majestic. It is grand. It is mighty toward men. He said, verse number 5. He said, come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. The works of God that he, he did in the past and, and is doing and is going to do in the future is great and mighty. And he, he did that and he's going to do that for the children of men. That's for us and for all people to see of his great power. And you see, um, um, the psalmist here was talking back about, you know, going back in verse number 6. Um, remembering the exodus from uh, from Egypt to Canaan to promised land and, and the psalmist re recalling the um, the events there um, 
during the time of Moses and, and, and from, from Egypt and God's authority and rulership over the nations. No one can stop the Lord. No one stop the Lord. That, that tiny land, that tiny land of Israel is a great manifestation of God's power. That very small land there. It's just, if you look, if you zoom out, you zoom out, you will, you will see Egypt, vast, big lands of Egypt. And that's the border of Israel in the south. And there's a little tiny place also called Gaza Strip, which is even tinier, very small, but that is like connected to Egypt. And on, on the other side, you will find that this Saudi Arabia uh, here on the south, and then uh, towards the east is Jordan. And then if you go up to the north, northeast, is um, Syria, and there's also another um, um, border there in the north, which is Lebanon, and here is the Mediterranean Sea on the on the west, and that very tiny land, they just can't conquer the enemies of God. They will try their best um, to to annihilate these people of God, but the Lord already promised Israel, as He promised to Abraham. That is why the enemy on Satan is, you know, trying to move his um, um, uh, his deceived people, so that um, to to prove that God can, you know, cannot be trusted with this word. But again, three thousand years of fighting there, Israel still remains, you know, the same. And you see, that is because of the great power of God. And in verse number 7, you can find that the wicked have no right or reason to exalt themselves in the presence of the Holy God. He said, He ruleth by His power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Selah. The rebellious, those people who do not believe God, those people who deny the Lord of His power, the, the, those people... Um, cannot um, withstand um, God's power. And you see in verse number 8 that um, th this is forceful and loud. The people, um, um, again, these people uh, lift their voices to praise the Lord. And also it is God who holds our souls in His hand as we know that we have, uh, we, uh, we, we live and move and we have our being because because of the uh, faithfulness of God. In verse number 8, notice that. Oh, bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of His praise to be heard, which holdeth our soul in life and suffereth not our feet to be moved. You see, we live, we move because God allows us. Because God is protecting us. In, in, verse, in verse number um, 9, it says here that there is no life exists apart from God. He said, which holdeth our soul in life and suffereth not our feet to be moved. Yeah. Verse 10, for thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou hast tried us as silver is tried. In verse number 13 to verse number um, 15, you will find here uh, the psalmist declares his intention to go to God 
um, and to uh, to pay the vows that he had made. Uh, he said here in verse number uh, 13, I will go into thy house with burnt offerings. I will pay thee my vows, which my lips have uttered, and my mouth had spoken when I was in trouble. You know, sometimes when we are in problem, uh, when, when we are in distress, when we are in need, and we seek God's help and miracle, and we will say, Lord, please give me this, uh, um, um, uh, uh, provide me this need. Lord, please help my, my family member. Uh, Lord, please help my parents. So once we ask God something like that, and, and in your heart, um, you are... <coughs> You are like calculating. You're you're trying to, um, you know, um, thinking of how to repay God. That's what comes into your heart. And then you will say to the Lord, Lord, I will be faithful to you. Lord, I will come to the church. Lord, I will I will study your word. Lord, I will follow you. So those are the promises that you made during the time in your trouble. And then the Lord will come to your rescue and help you. And the time that your problems is solved and your 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 uh, your problems is gone, you have now uttered something that you need to perform. And that is the vow that you made to God in the time of your distress. And that's what it said here. That's what it said here. Uh, in verse number 13 and 14, I will go into the house and with burnt offering, I will give, pay thee my vows, which my lips have uttered and my mouth had spoken when I was in trouble. Why? Because in the time of your trouble, you can call upon God. Because he said to us, call unto me in the time of your trouble, and I will answer thee. And the, the last phrase to that verse, it says, and thou shalt glorify me. The moment that God will solve our problems and help us in our distress, then that is the time that you are also going to pay back to God and give to God what you have promised to Him that you would give Him. <coughs> I don't know what you have promised to God, but whatever promise that you have made to the Lord, make sure that you, my friend, will, will perform it because God said it is a foolish thing not to perform what you have promised unto God. It is a foolish thing. And you see, verse number, uh, verse number 15 here, um, it tells us that um, the psalmist is determined to give that, um, to the Lord um, the sacrifices of praise that is that are pleasing to God. He is set, he set his heart to give praise unto the Lord. In verse number 15 again, it says, I will offer unto thee burnt sacrifices of battlings with the incense of rams. I will offer bollocks with goats. Selah. Now, this person must perform this because he uttered it. Because he uttered it unto the Lord, there's no way that this person will, can, can backtrack uh, what he has promised. That is a vow that God will require because God wants to be glorified in your life. And sometimes performing the vow, there will be these little things that will, that will uh, stop you or hinder hinders you from doing and performing your vows. Push it aside because you have a vow. No matter how difficult that might be, 
Do it because that is where God's glory will be elevated, will be extolled. Do not rationalize. Do not um, justify uh, your wrong or non-performance of your vow. Do not justify, oh, because, you know, yeah, I have promised that to the Lord, but you see, uh, there is this person in great need, or uh, whatever need is that. Every day, people have need. But that vow must be must be must be um, must be done because you vow a vow. Again, um, be careful of making a vow. But if you have made a vow, then perform it because that can give glory to God. God will be honored in your life. The Lord our God will will be honored because He has found a faithful man and woman in you it's so it's so hard for our times today to find a faithful christian it's so hard to find but if you are that person my friend the lord will be delighted in your life and i will tell you the lord will bless you because his eyes will be upon you to you know um to perform also his promises to you whatever god promised in the bible because you are faithful in what you have promised to god the Lord also will be eager to, to bestow and to, to uh, deliver these blessings that He had promised to you. That is how the Lord will operate in that uh, particular part of our life, that vow. Because in performing our vows, the Lord will, will take the glory and honor. And in verse number 16 and verse number 20, or I say verse number, uh, verse number 15 here, um, you will find that his determination of to offer sacrifices unto God, and, and verse number 16, it says, Come and hear all ye that fear the Lord, or fear God, and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. So this psalmist here, um, uh, he, his resolve is to make known what God has done for him. That means, whatever blessings that you have received, Whatever, you know, um, um, blessing from God that, that comes to your life, make it known. It's not, a, it's not us bragging about what God has done in our lives, but by proclaiming it, it can make, you know, the people's heart, you know, um, 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 glad and that they, will, they are glad that uh, the Lord is still uh, fulfilling his promises to his people that is why god does not want um that whatever god has done in your life and you will keep it to yourself do not keep it to yourself yeah. remember the the message we had here two weeks ago about that demon possessed person the demon possessed was healed he is now in uh, you know uh, 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 um, uh, like uh, living a normal life He's now clothed before he was naked, and 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 uh, there was there were legions of spirit that uh, lived in his life in his in his body, and then the Lord delivered him. And after he was delivered, he was already clothed in his proper mind, and he wanted to come and serve the Lord and join him in his in his trips of of preaching everywhere. And God and the Lord Jesus said to him, "No, you cannot come, but go to your home." and proclaim what God has done in your life. My friend, if you receive blessings from God, do not keep it to yourself. 
Because God needs to be glorified in that because the purpose why God has blessed you so that his name will be proclaimed. If you don't proclaim his name, that is a breach. That is wrong. Because the, the, the Lord must be praised. When we hear the blessings of other brothers and sisters, we praise the Lord and we thank the Lord for that. So that means when we hear of their good blessing, our heart is lifting up the Lord because the Lord is faithful in His promises. And you see, all the good things that happen to our lives and, and, and those things that you have asked the Lord for, if the Lord will bless you, then, you know, proclaim it. Proclaim. Uh, again, that's what it says here. In verse number 17, I cried unto him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. You see, in the time of our problems, we cry unto the Lord, and when God answered our prayers, then God is, you know, praised. The Lord is extolled. And um, in verse number um, in verse number uh, 17, uh, 16 and 17, and again, um, in verse number 18, the prayers of those who hold feelings of iniquity in their heart, their prayers will never go um, with answer. The prayers of those people, those people who have sin in their heart, cannot be answered by the Lord. Notice again in verse number 18, you prayed something to the Lord, be careful with your heart. <laughs> because that's what God said. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. And it is certain that the Lord will not hear us. Because God sees the heart. That is why we have to, you know, eliminate. Eliminate whatever things that, that stops, you know, us from praising the Lord. Because our heart is already... Um, you know, uh, marred with sin. Be careful with that because uh, the Lord is very serious about sin also. Especially hidden sin. In verse number verse number 19, uh, you, will, you will find in verse number 19 that God heard the psalmist after he admitted his guilt. The Lord our God will um, again um, the Lord our God will hear Verse number 19, it says, But verily God hath heard me. He had attended to the voice of my prayer. In verse number, verse number 20, again, the Lord our God will never turn um, his ear to a sincere prayer um, from his penitent servant. The Lord our God has mercy and His mercy will never fail. That's what He said in verse number 20. Notice that. Blessed be God which hath not turned away my prayer nor His mercy from me. This is a person's heart. When, when the Lord answered his prayer and he gives back to God the glory, the praise that belong to God. That is supposed to be us 
as God's people. When we have problems, when we have trials, when we have afflictions and, and difficulties in life, and we turn and run to the Lord, and when the Lord answers our prayers, you better perform the vows that you have promised there during the time of trouble. When you are in trouble, then call upon God. And when, when God bless you, then bless God also. Because the Lord is worthy of praise and honor. See the expression of gratitude on the part of this psalmist here is an indication of spiritual maturity on his part. You must be found mature in this. You must be found mature. Where, when, can we, when can we be found mature? When the Lord answers your prayers and you give back the glory to God. You do not absorb the glory. Give it, deflect it back to the Lord. Because only Him and Him alone that perform that miracles in your life. Without Him, we are nothing. We are gone. Is it, it is of the Lord's mercies that we have not consumed. For His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Give it back to God. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for the reminder this morning that, Lord, there is no other God apart from you that we should um, um, give reverence and give praise and honor because, Lord, um, your name is mighty and that, Lord, your name is forever. Lord, our God, please, Lord, um, um, I pray that our people will learn how to praise your name and that our people will, will begin to um, look into the matter of our hearts, especially, Lord, when you bless us. Lord, when you bless us, help us, O oh God, that we will remember to, to fulfill um, the, the vows that we have uttered with our mouth when you give us, Lord, the blessing after our trouble. And Lord, please um, help us that uh, we will be able to perform them and perform them with all our hearts. And Lord, that your name will be glorified and magnified in our midst. And thank you, Father. Enable us also, God, to proclaim your name in, in every victory that you have given to us, O oh God. Because, Lord, without you, we are nothing. And we thank you, Father, for your goodness to us and your mercy and your unfailing love and your, and your abounding blessing, Lord. Lord, how can we express, Lord, the, the, the good things and the goodness that you have given to us? But Lord, in our little way, we praise you, O God, and I, we, Lord, we pray that our praises must be coming from our heart because of your um, greatness and because of your faithfulness to us. And Lord, and our praises, Lord, may reach upon your throne and that you will remember us, O God. You will remember us with your blessing. And thank you, Lord. Uh, be extolled, Lord, in the midst of your people, that your name, Lord, may be um, magnified. And that, Lord, your people will continue to serve you and serve you faithfully. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Let's take a break. Amen.